Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 78 of Beer Not Just the Podcast Adjunct Series. I am back here with the Queen of BOS, Tiffany Alexis. Oh, well, thank you. I like right that one. Queen of BOS. What was I using before? You liquid, liquid, liquid enthusiasts. But Queen of BOS. That's, good, that's right? another one. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, guys. Nice to be back. So, you know, I really like these, like, we've said it before. I love these chill episodes where we can just kind of like. Relax. Hang back, relax. We're sitting on the couch for those Ooh, who don't you know. know. Oh, you're always on the couch, technically. Always on but, the couch. But you know, we're we're sitting back reclined in a way. Just, All right. You know, so picture us lamping. reclined, lamping, lamping as, as it were. Oh, as look at that. <laughs> and you know, it's just like a nice chill episode. We're just gonna have a chat with you guys and talk about some real shit that you know, the interviews are I love the interviews. They are like the core of these type of, you know, is what we built BOS mm-hmm. on. But these like little chats where we get to just talk about stuff without, you know. Just kind of right. let it go, you know, let yeah. the conversation see where, see where flow, you know, got a nice chicken soup being made in the background Ooh. there, you know, so uh, hopefully that doesn't come through. I don't think so. No, really. The little oven, a little sounds, bit oven sounds, but or stove sounds, but yeah, it's a nice, nice chicken soup ready, you know, it's going to taste good with whatever beer we end up with. Oh yeah. We got a couple bangers tonight. Yeah. I'm very oh, excited. A, I am very excited. Segue. Good segue. Thank you. Well done. So we talked about this beer in, I think, in our last uh, episode we did together, which was the first one back on the Adjunct series. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, we did talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's out. Our collaboration beer with Nickelbrook, the Green Apple Lager. There we go. Uh, With a really cute little apple character on there, drinking a beer. There's the old BOS. Get that in ya. So as we said, this was a, a redesign of their classic green apple pilsner which was a uh, important beer for me when i was uh, for me when i was coming up right now. <laughs> i in- wish this actually was edited in a way so you could put so in could some of the some of this, the this stuff yeah that's yeah. why we need the soundboard we need the soundboard yeah yeah we guys need- you gotta look up the marvel it was the first time for me owen wilson video on youtube it's yeah. the worst cutting and editing ever and it's time. like your marvel guys or like don't on. mess up yeah uh, very funny. So it was important. That was uh, the Thank green you. apple pills. You're so welcome. Was an important beer for my early, you know, beer drinking days when I. Uh, oh wow! wow. Oh wow! You myself. really chased wow. yourself. Yeah. You know, I'm winning why, over here. Oh, not that yeah, much. That's fine. Person. I can no, take no. a sip of yours later. Okay, fine. It's fine. So um, it'll be a bit messy. That's what I was like if I try. Yeah, to I was gonna say you got messy. Don't even risk yeah. it. Um, they had a, a green apple pilsner that was sort of like kind of a weird, when you think about it, it's kind of weird, eh? Like a green apple yeah, crispy. But it was super popular. I enjoyed it back in the day because I was just learning about beer. And I think I told the story about me and Scott going up to the brewery and John Romano, the owner, gave us the tour and blah, blah, blah. So special place in my heart. Uh, then we got to do this collab. So basically we switched it up. I pitched the smoothie. Uh, they came back at me, which we agreed with, but then they wanted to do something bigger with it because it was such a you know, an important beer for the brewery. Yeah. So they decided to go with the lager and we just added, and this wasn't even my idea. No one even probably believes me, but we added uh, lactose and uh, spices. They knew the Which vibes. is great. So it's kind of like an apple pie. They knew, they knew the vibes. They did, right? It's like a lager. So it pours a little opaque, nice little fluffy head. I really love this beer, by it's the It's fantastic, way. right? Like really love it. What are you getting on the nose there? Before I even sip it, I'm just going to talk about the fact that Let's I just remember when I tried it, I was like, oh wow, this is just like super refreshing, just delicious, smooth, like. Just, the, the team did a, a genuinely yeah. great job. I'm yeah. really impressed. I get a bit of candy. 
candy. Yeah. I'm definitely getting the breadiness, but there's a little bit of sweet that is like yeah. that, that, that and sweet, that's sticky apple. Sticky. Yes, yes. It's kind of like it describes, uh, they describe it on the can like apple pie. So there's kind of a little bit because yeah. of the spices make it feel like there's graham cracker or some yeah. sort of pastry thing. Anyway, we can talk about this shit forever. Let's get into it. Cheers. Santé. Cheers, y'all. Mmm. Yeah, it's just great. The spices are perfect. It's like, on paper, yeah. it shouldn't work. But actually, when you really think about it, why not? Because it's like a delicious apple pie. Yeah. Well, I guess... A so, light apple, when you get a nice this... light... It, okay, yeah, fair enough, it shouldn't work. But I mean, like, when I'm really looking at this now and just even just tasting it, I'm like, actually, it mm. is like a delicious apple pie. Like, this is right in the inside there. Just the inside part, you know? Not, yeah. yeah. And then you get the, the little the bit of the bready. Yeah, you get the filling. I was like, the, the, the crust, inside it's part. Like, you know. <laughs> I was like, can you tell me about a dessert connoisseur <laughs> of any, any means? And I do not bake, guys. Um, yeah, the filling. It gives me yeah. the filling vibes, and I love that so much. And it's, uh, you know, as you were talking, I was sort of swirling it around and I was getting a lot of those spices, but they're so, like, uh, restrained is the word. They're not overkill. They do just what they need to do. The lactose, I can't even really pick it. I'm getting a bit of the tanginess from the green apple, but it's not overkill. And it's just like a nice, they describe it as a uh, fruited dessert lager. I couldn't describe it any better. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm really proud that even Nick or Rook would would work with us for this. We've had a great relationship with them for quite some time now. And, um, you know, Jen and Liam and the team are just fantastic. And uh, I think with Joe, if I'm not mistaken, God, I hope I got that name right. uh, The brewer who who took over from Ben. Uh, mm-hmm. He was already the assistant brewer, but he didn't want to get into the the big uh, the, the head brewer role. Big brewer role. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should call it. Can I speak to you know, the big brewer? Can I get to the big brewer, please? <laughs> Fuck's sake. I think this might be distorting a bit. Let me just turn that down. There. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I really don't know why I said that. So, you know, it came out really well. What I was mostly surprised with, though, was say Nickelbrook are a larger brewery. They've been around for 20-odd years. And their fan base, um, you know, are craft beer fans, but kind of they're, they're more of a gateway brewery. So they have a wider fan base than other breweries. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a bunch of crazy shit. Like they do do some like super fun stuff with fruit and lactose and crazy double IPAs and fruited stouts and these crazy barrel aged, like, you know, their Kentucky Bastard series is A1. Yeah. Um, but I was concerned that Nickelbrook's fan base wouldn't particularly understand this beer. Mm-hmm. Yes, they already fuck with the, with the green apple pilsner, but I thought that the lactose and the spices would turn people off. I didn't see one, and I mean this, not even one like negative, comment, negative comment. Nice. Not one. No one said anything to me. I guess they probably wouldn't tell me. Yeah. But people tend to like to tell you how you feel, how they I was feel about check stuff. check on tap and see. Check on tap. There you go. I was even, I, I'm referring to social. I didn't... Oh actually, yeah, okay. Actually, because Untapped is just no, no check on tap. That's where you're gonna here, get the most. Yeah, it's such a cruel place, but I'm just curious to <laughs> yeah. see the um, all the posts that we made. Excuse me, and the posts that Nickelbrook made, and so many other people got the beer tagged us both. I really appreciate the tags as well because we're the you know we're not the brewery, obviously we're the collaborate the collaboration partner. Yeah. So the we don't always. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. I can't think of words today. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, you know, people don't always realize, they don't always tag some people by the beer and they have no idea who we are. So we don't always get the tag. And all the people that tagged us were always saying something super nice about it. Oh, um, this is cute. People taking it with photos with apples. That's yeah. not even green apples, though, my friend. No, red apples. But ap- apples and apples, apples, I guess. Apples, nonetheless. See, it's all... It's all... It goes back and forth. Goes, oh, people saying not so positive? 
Oh, no, I'm saying I don't. Oh, sorry. I mean, like, there's just reviews that are like three. No one has said anything. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Sometimes but it's like comment. four, five, four, five, three. Some four. people leave. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, so yeah, nobody's like, so this is disgusting. Oh, that was old. They gave the two go back. Oh, see, that's the problem. Some so of them here? are older that's in here. It's the old one. So yeah. that was the old one. They they did it Oh, in that's the 20s. one thing, too. They're mixed. It's mixed in here, it's so it's not in. a separate. It's Actually, separate. it should. Hang on, what did you say? Oh, that's green apple beer. This should be green apple lager. Let's see okay, you a, can keep talking and let me look for it. Okay, keep going. Because gonna, our photo we'll is in here. Our can is in here. So that means people so are... So people are probably um, mixing it up. Uh, ...doing both and they're... Um, see, because there's... Oh, wow, this is vintage design. Check that vintage out. I'm sorry, not this one. Oh. This one must have been like... Hold on, where was it? I think I saw like the first one. Yeah, I wanted them to actually have that oh, one. Oh, this. This yep. is vintage. So they used to have that on a bottle first. You want to hold, mm-hmm. you hold up and show the camera even. Oh, yeah, I can show you guys. Oh, look, there's a separate... Oh, no, you're see? right. Green apple fruit dessert lager. Oh, okay. So I don't think people know that because they're putting it under... Um, Look at that vintage uh, style, guys. There you go. I'm blocking my face, yet you're still not zooming in. I need to block you. It's your face block. Oh, there yeah, it is. There it is. There she is. Now, that is vintage. I love that, actually. That's cool. So what I actually pitched them, interesting story, was the green apple guy. I want. He's holding like a, a pint of beer there. He's probably not going to clear up. Um, which is a green apple cartoon character on the label. And I pitched them that he's drink, he's holding a bottle mm-hmm. with the original label on there. Yeah, I remember. That was the idea. I didn't, they didn't do it. I didn't ask why in the end. I was just like, okay, cool. But I thought it could have been enough space to have that. And you can just actually get the real file and put it in. Yeah. So, yeah. Go- so cool. Though. Or at least so draw cool like a loose though. thing around it. Yeah. Now they did a really great job. So I'm really satisfied. I didn't have it again now. Yeah. It's super solid. Mm. It's a fun beer. So uh, that was that. So you can grab it um, from Nickelbrook's online store and from any, I think it's the Etobicoke and the Burlington Brewery. So definitely go get that because it's fire. There should be some left. And I think if people liked it enough, they were going to try and distro it next year. So bring it back, make it a regular thing, which is what we want because we do have a regular thing with, um, oh, I can probably. Nice. It has a lot of love. A lot I of love? The other one, yeah. Okay, Ooh, good. good. Yeah, everyone likes a lot of apple pie with their ting, you know? Yeah, because it's not, not it's just not offensive. That's yeah. probably a good thing. And it's not too much for anybody. Like maybe yeah. people don't it's not too much tanginess. of anything. It's not yeah. too much of anything. It's just perfectly like balanced. I guess. They did a great job. Really descriptive word. I'm like balanced. Balance. You know, that's what it is. Crushable. Yeah. Drinkable. Drinkable. Yeah. I'm guilty. <laughs> get it in, yeah. I use it again. There you go. Great review. Mm. The uh the other collapse, I was gonna say, like it'd be cool if this did become a regular thing because then it'd be a regular collab super proud of you could go to an LCBO and see our logo yeah. on a cam which we haven't had that's never happened it's only not in, in Quebec S- but not it's not the not same in the, it's not a, a distributed that way it's different here because we get to have beer everywhere correct yeah. so I've seen it in stores uh, have we seen our stuff in stores? yeah because like um, Beer de Vacances was in stores and, I think um, we for sure Love saw Dust. Love Dust in stores too. Yeah, which is cool. I hate I, we don't go well, outside an anymore. Too. But if we did go outside, <laughs> for sure we would have seen um, Hello Montreal. Uh, in places people yeah. were sending people us were lots of photos us. of that. Yeah, yeah. So they are. I mean, I guess we're not out here enough, but uh, it'd be cool to see it in something like the LCBO. So that is dope. And then speaking of that, I think we touched on it last time, but we have another collab drop in. It's the end of October now, so I think it's next month with them. Uh, a revamp of uh, Beata Vacans, which I'm excited about. Different uh, fruit combos and stuff. Uh, you're a set designer, aren't you? I know. I'm trying not to yourself. disrupt. But no, I, I get to, it. Yeah, but that's coming soon. So we'll keep you guys posted on uh, on that one. We've got to get Simo on the pod again. We haven't had him back. I know he sort of probably prefers the in-person one. Yeah, I miss him. I know, I miss him. Yeah. He's the best, man. Yeah, he is. He truly guy. is. Simon yeah. from this last one. Beautiful the man. Head brewer, yeah, I guess. Great person. The big brewer. Yeah, the big brewer. The big brewer over there. <laughs> 
<laughs> the big man, big man on campus, yeah, as they call him. Exactly. So big woman on campus too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He just happened to be the big yeah, man. Yeah, but he's a big man. He yeah, identifies yeah, as enough. such. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'm looking at our list of other stuff to, to chat about. So um, something else we've been working on recently. We've got like a main topic we're going to talk about uh, this evening, but we've just got a couple small little You'll know remarks. by the description of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know the vibes. Um, one thing is cool. Muskoka Brewery, who are another old-time favorite of ours, a, a brewery that I got into when I very first got into craft beer. So they were one of the first. It was Muskoka, Nickelbrook, Wellington, Bowes. True. Um, Mill Street. Mill Street, Trafalgar, who are no longer. Um, a few breweries like that that yeah. just happened to be around and They're had like the Great Lakes. From Great Lakes, the yeah, from the beginning. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they were um, a big deal for us. So uh, Muskoka have, uh, we've worked with them a couple of times on campaigns actually. Yeah. But great news for them is that they're now in Quebec. They have four SKUs in Quebec. They've got their Detour um, Session IPA. They have Hazed and Confused, their New England or Juicy IPA as they call it. They have Mad Tom West Coast and they have Twice as Mad Tom, their Double West Coast IPA. Yeah. So those four bad boys are now in Quebec. So we've been running uh, a bunch of, you know, did some cool content creation. We had to go to go places, went, did some. Yeah, Prince went around, went to Montreal and... Blanc, went to Prince Edward County, which technically isn't in Quebec, but you know, it's yeah, right but, you know, it, was, it was Doc. It yeah. was Doc focused yeah, beautiful. Beers, exactly. And exactly. we happened to be there, so it was kind of. And then I, that's why I found the detour video from the last campaign, too, and I just posted that recently because I was just, I don't know, I was like, that was such a good when time. When was that one? 2018? That was 2018. I believe 18 Jesus maybe 2019 no it had to okay. be 2019 they did a uh, we did a campaign with Muskoka for was, I forgot what it was called it was unplugged unplugged no. with no, yeah, was, unplugged was with. Um, I thought it was twenty four hours to disconnect. Something with the word oh, disconnect. Oh, but I had like unplugged in the hashtag, so I assumed that had to be something oh, like that. I thought, so it was Muskoka unplugged. You did have to disconnect for twenty four hours way, though, and actually yeah. not be online. And obviously, yeah. we run an online business and and do all this type of stuff, so. That was very hard. Yeah, we did most of it. We did a majority. We did the best we could. We actually partially understood the assignment. (laughs) Just partially. Yeah, partially. Yeah. Um, And we went to Vermont. We decided to to use the cash to pay for a car and a rental spot, like a nice thing in the sticks in Warren, Vermont, at this like resort kind of thing. Desperately. Miss you. Goodness. Yeah. Um, That was pretty cool. Yeah. So like, you know, I really, I like Muskoka. They, They do some... They are probably one of the premier gateway breweries as well, yeah. I would say, that bring people across that have some solid stuff for the nerds, but also, you know, have some not so scary stuff for the noobs. Yeah. So it's cool that they're in Quebec. Everyone's just doing cool stuff. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're just like a cool brewery. And uh, yeah, I'm happy for Quebec that like something that's just like so high quality, like always just good, reliable, dependent, fun, just here now. So that's good. Yeah. And I hope more Ontario breweries just continue to come here. Same. Yeah. I think it's like, it's increased a bit, right? It's sing- what do you mean? As far as in terms of Ontario getting Quebec? to Quebec. Because there's of been some people. Mostly, yeah. 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 It could definitely be more, but I feel like it's getting yeah. better. It's a touchy Because really, subject. I just want the beer to be everywhere. That's all. I just want everybody's beer to be everywhere. That's what a, the overall goal is. Yeah. And I know with Quebec, it's just even a bit more difficult because you also have to consider translations and all that stuff. Yeah, they um, had to change too. the labels. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's like a good. I like. I appreciate seeing. It makes me feel good when I see like something from Ontario, like having being a mainstay here. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And even talking, I, I think the only pushback is that some people think there's just enough beer in the local market. Like we don't need anything else. But uh, I think that's the only negative thing I saw someone say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that. Yeah, I was like, you should always yeah support and shop local, but also just helps like even tourism things all together like maybe you try beer and you get excited yeah. so you go to Muskoka and you spend money in Ontario and is that so bad like you're still in Canada spending 
you know like that's really what it is the country yeah so I don't, I don't yeah like fine i respect it but it's just like i'm not like only ever gonna eat at a locally restaurant ever like if something from ontario came here i don't know i'd be like oh that's cool like i don't know it's canadian stuff and exactly it's not yeah it's not like it's foreign stuff and people go and buy belgian beer all the time if you're like, upset with just like if you want to only do local stuff i'm like you can at least get local canada you can you can, you can support yeah yeah you know. i i agree with more that money too. across for everybody because quebec could be able to sell in different places everybody wants quebec beer think how much money that could be injected into quebec breweries if they were able to sell freely everywhere yeah. too so it would only benefit everybody i think it's just as hard for quebec breweries to get into yeah. ontario the mm-hmm. whole the whole uh, that's a whole other conversation, but the whole Canadian system needs to change. is pretty yeah. pretty wild. But I don't know. It's cool. I guess we've been seeing more of it lately because, like, traditionally, we didn't have anything here from outside the province. Now we've got yeah. a whole bunch, two crows and um, trailway as far as, like, from the East Coast. This is all through Transfer? Those two are for They've sure. got stuff on lock. They've done pretty Didn't well. Didn't Bose come through Transfer? Initially, some... yes. Okay. And I think they set up their own thing now, but that was how they got in the door. That was yeah. the first that I recall anyway. Mm-hmm. That when we Coming did... in? From since we've done this, like yeah. I imagine it was the first one. Yeah, who else came through here? Oh my gosh, because that was like the beginning of our BAOS interviews. Actually, was, Bose was because Bose was in Quebec. Fuck, you're right. That's actually we nuts. The, we were talking about that. Like yeah, today, we were talking we? about we were talking well, about it with Dan. With Dan. Yeah, because we were like BAOS ended up being something we didn't even expect. Like we sat and had an interview with a brewer, and then brewers were like, "Yeah, interview us," and we we're like, "Oh, what breweries want to?" Talk be on to this us, podcast idiots. like what <laughs> yeah but yeah i think um so we were just talking about it but yeah that is actually what got us started we went to that event and then we end up yeah doing our great point yeah so therefore the ontario beer coming in quebec essentially got us took bos to another level oh, shit, because yeah, we dude. became and that night not only did we interview matt from uh, o'hara from Bro- who's, Bo's the, who's the big brewer the big brewer <laughs> I want to call the episode that, but we've got a better name. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I met Pierre, that, and who's now back in uh, France, but he was working for Glutenberg oh, yeah. at the time. So then he got us in with Glutenberg. Yeah. Um, and then they didn't like that we were swearing in the name. And then we changed So then the we changed name. it to BAOS. Look at that. So that night was very fateful. <laughs> yeah, like, it that is. That whole thing. So maybe we've got an extra soft spot for it. Yeah, for sure. Which is kind of cool. So I'm happy that they're, they're here. Um, you know, I've had, I've got some friends obviously who own Depeneurs and stuff. And uh, one of them actually specifically messaged me because he saw it in a Metro supermarket, sent me a photo of it. He bought it and he was, then he sent me a photo of him drinking it in a park. Nice. Because he said he doesn't get, the, the beers are typically, at least Muskoka, I think they've gone for more the supermarket, larger, wide, widespread. Oh, so they're not showing up as much in the depths. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yet. He said, I probably won't get it because it's a metro brand. Yeah. So saying that it's like the larger thing, but he enjoyed it. Okay, and he good. didn't have any objection to it. And well, he's a great bit beer. of a picky dude. Shasta yeah. Kev. Yeah. Um, and it's a great, it is. Matt Tom is like a Canadian classic. It, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a massive beer. I think it came out in 2011 when I first got into, into beer. And it was like, what is this? It was yeah. just like that punch in a fucking face. Yeah west coast but it's cool i'm 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 happy for them i'm happy that uh you know that it's working that we're we're able to to do it and yeah. make some fun content uh with them so that was that so I'm, I'm satisfied with that one i love it uh what else we got yeah hey, i thought we'd give you guys a quick uh link up update mm-hmm. um for those who we talked about it on the last podcast ourselves Link Up is our nonprofit. we started with uh the guys from sankey and baron in elma quebec we did a full season, Tiff and I, uh, season 10. That was season 10, This is yeah. back to season 9 because we're allowed to jump around because yeah. it's you know, zany. Yeah. So season 10 is our ongoing link-up season uh, where we did we got five of the six breweries. It didn't work out for the last one, yeah. but all good. 
Um, we got five of them when we discussed at length in all the different breweries who did collaborations for our nonprofit, which helps, I didn't, should have said that first, helps uh, buy POC, black, indigenous, people of color get into craft beer. So we diversify the industry because yeah. it is arguably one of, if not the whitest industries going <laughs> next to wine. <laughs> it is the whitest industry going all not? across the board. I don't know if it's all across, I don't know if it's all across the board, know. but it's a pretty white, it's pretty, pretty white, white industry. So yeah. Goal Which with is, link up is to, you know, kind of when you look at the strategy from the top down, take it from the top down. So get people in, get um, support people who want to even own breweries themselves that yeah. are, um, you know, from the BIPOC community to see if we can help diversify by getting it through the labor. So, you know, like get through through labor, through um, like introducing the industry in and of itself. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I was like, what is the term? My terms are terrible today. I think we're having a... So not labor. Day. What's the actual... Yeah, that jobs? is... Jobs? Yeah, yeah, jobs. But there was an actual, like, more technical HR-friendly term I was trying to go Roles? for with that. You know, from employees. Basically, we want more diverse employees and owners. So that way, that trickles down even into Workforce? the tap room. Workforce. There you go. I'm like, labor. We're getting Gosh, geez. Same shit. Rough. Hey, Same trust thing. me. Welcome, big brewers. We're trying to, we're trying trying to, to diversify. Basically, <laughs> diversify the... Um, yeah, craft beer industry from the inside. That's how you can look at it. Yep. And we've been blessed with, uh, to know many and fantastic people in the industry, a lot of people who care about the same things that we do yeah. and know that it's important for the industry to grow and just for the sake of just humanity that things need to be more integrated, more diverse, and it's only going to benefit everybody. So really thrilled with how this first, and we could say like cohort of LinkedIn, link, LinkedIn, LinkUp has I know, gone. I keep um, thinking that all the time. Yeah, really? That's yeah. hilarious. I never really thought about that yeah. before. But how LinkUp has gone. So, yeah. But sorry, I cut you off. Not at all. No, no, no. Completely. You're correct. Um, yeah. It's been great. Yeah, it's been really awesome. So The response is awesome. Um, did we talk about the fact that we had our young man who's going to the Cicerone, yeah, for example? True. Let's talk about that. Really yeah, quick. okay. Let's just, yeah. If we did the first time, apologies if you listened to the last one. We'll keep it brief. But yeah. We, we're only like two months in doing this damn program. Not knowing Jack about being, you know, writing non for profit. Yeah, just knowing what we want to do, but not really understanding the full intrigue. Building the plane as we fly. Exactly. So we keep telling people. Yeah. And we've actually had two successful uh, participants in the program, which we are stoked about. Yeah. We had a young man named Adrian Clark, who I forgot his job. I think he's tap room. I don't know if he's tap room manager or he's like, you know, bartending, but he's working at Town Brewery in Whitby, Ontario. And, uh, you know, shouts to Jeff and the team. Jeff um, also participated or town participated in the first series yeah. of collaborations with LinkUp. So Adrian was already working there beforehand, but part of LinkUp is to empower Adrian. He is a young black kid from the, the Durham region. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he might be Jamaican if I'm not mistaken. Represent. Um, right? Super. <laughs> it seems like everyone like raves about him, looks like a super cool kid. And he, we can help him progress in craft beer because we are partners with Cicerone. Cicerone are so kind they gifted us scholarships. Yeah. Uh, you know, half a dozen scholarships we can give out to people. And Adrian was our very first recipient. Um, Got to check in with him and see how he's doing with the, yeah. uh, the study and the program and stuff. But that's going to help him learn more about beer. And we'll be able to fund him essentially through his whole levels yeah. of Cicerone if he continues uh, and he enjoys it which is more than, you know, that's exactly what we exist to do to get him further up the chain so then he can get his knowledge up and be open for bigger and better and higher paying positions and grow within the industry. And as he gets more passionate about the industry, the idea is that he would be an evangelist and then tell his, you know, from his, I was going to say his community, which could be anybody, but you know what I'm saying, his family and people that he may be around that have, that aren't typically aware of craft beer and haven't really had a lot of access to it. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. So, 
Yeah, that was you get a, it from all angles because you get to assist with hopefully, you know, leveling up somebody in their career so that they can, in the end, make more money and you inject more money also into that community. So that's something to think about, too. Yeah. But in addition, oh, yeah, you take point. the you hopefully, you know, yeah, continue to diversify it and bring it from the inside out. You work it from the inside. Yeah, which is the point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and if you know anyone out there who is looking to, you know, level up their beer knowledge, holler at us. As long as they're part of that community, you're yep. in. Just holler at us. So please do. Um, you know, uh, at no at Link Up Beer on social yeah. and linkupbeer.com. We actually have a dot org. I'm sorry, dot com. Why can't we just one get day, stuff right? One, one day. day, I'm coming for you. Linkup.com. Oh, Let's link up. Oh, link no, up we're beer be... dot org. We need yeah, yeah. <laughs> to we're... fail today. Okay. Uh, Linkupbeer.org. It's yeah. been a long one day linkupbeer.com. We could actually get that, but I guess because we're an organization, so we're supposed we to have to have that. We could probably have it to divert yeah. to it. Yeah. Talk to yeah. Chris. So talk to that Chris was that was the first success story. Yeah. The second success story, there's a young lady named Sarah. She's from Colombia. She I don't really I didn't deal with the full story, mm-hmm. so I don't recall her movements if she'd lived here before, but she was moving back to Montreal. She applied. She uh, hadn't had any experience in beer, was fascinated with the brewing process. She'd done other f- f- fermented uh, products like kombucha and other Colombian drinks she was telling that I hadn't heard of. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was moved to Montreal, and we connected her with one. I don't want to say who it is, the brewery. Yeah, because probably wait. Because they're a part of the next yeah, series. Yeah. But connected with a brewery here. And uh, she ended up getting a job as a bartender. So, you know, they were looking. She was looking. We connected them because they'd already agreed to be a part of the, the next series. And not only has she now started her job this week as a bartender there, she also, um, we gifted her the second scholarship for mm-hmm. Cicerone because she's going to be front of house. She's going to learn more. And then if she's going to do any apprenticeships in the production side, we will cover her apprenticeships as well because um, this brewery have an option for that. Yeah. Almost said the name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's dope. Like that was super cool. Yeah. So that's really, two really people right that. now that within two months and, you know, once again, we didn't know what the response would be. Yeah. We know it's a, more of a challenge here in Quebec too. Yeah. Because definitely. there's less of a... Um, an understanding of it and because it's less in people's faces we've you know Derek from Brewski explained it on yeah uh, yeah really good points you all should check out that podcast series if you haven't three I think it was yeah and um it was very it's fair you know you can't fix what you don't even know is going on in a way so we all just need to educate ourselves and like every every place has just a whole different climate and relationship that's what we things. have to do. Like, with you too. know, we talked to Bebo and he's like from the state, so he has a different understanding, comprehension, and knowledge of what's going on. How how bad things can get, I feel like, because so a lot of people in the States are much <clears> more <throat> aware, especially depending on what state you're from. Yeah. Like what police brutality looks like, what um inequi- what inequity looks like. Oh yeah. What inequity yeah. looks like. There's just some people who have a better knowledge. Quebec just doesn't really have that all the way yet. Yeah. That's what's fair. That's what's fair. So I think it's awesome to have these leaders coming out from Quebec who want to make sure that they're finding a way to show up, even if they didn't grow up fully understanding, you know, what the hell is going on. Yeah. Yeah. hundred so. percent. I think that's a great thing. Do you want to just take the photo maybe while yeah, sure. we're uh, still talking about that? Um, Tiff is the whiz. No, I'll with take it the off. F- with... Oh, okay. I love that. I love you. Do you want any of the beer? Do you want any of the glasses, no, even no, if it's empty? No, it's kind of whack. I don't even have another cold one to even. That's okay. Should have thought about it. Should have thought about it, guys. See, we're not having a, a, a brain 
a good brain day. But yeah, so that has been fantastic. The second two things we have, we have uh, our second series of collaborative beers. So, so far we had six breweries. Basically, we're gonna be doing six collaborative beers every quarter. So this will probably work out to be just outside of the quarter because we sort of, we've, we've started the other one later, so it wasn't timed out as well. But in January, second week of January, the next series begins. We have three breweries from Ontario, three from Quebec, as we did the first time. And I imagine as we grow, that will change. Um, you know, as more people become aware of what LinkUp is and, and want to get more involved, there'll be people from different places, which is super dope. Uh, we'll just continue to go. So these breweries are uh, all phenomenal. There is a great range of um, styles and vibes from these ones. So very excited for uh, series two. So keep an eye out for that. We'll be talking about that on at LinkUp Beer. Uh, and very soon, I don't know if we're going to do it beforehand or in time with season uh, season series two, mm-hmm. but we do have some merch. We have some merch and uh, a bunch of different cool items that will uh, obviously, you know, we engaged uh, by POC artists to get involved to design the merch and they obviously get paid to do that, mm-hmm. which is great. So we can inject money into independent uh, by POC well. artists, which yep. is great. Um, you know, and a few other things like that and all the money from the merch will go right back into link up so we can continue to fund p- different careers in the industry, in the effort to diversify it so that it grows to the level that it really can be. Yep. Which is cool. It becomes a beautiful, beautiful, inclusive community. Right. Made up of all different people and races. And and you know what? It could probably help the thing we're about to talk about next. Yeah. Because if we had a diverse industry, this shit probably wouldn't wouldn't happen so much. (laughs) That we're having all the time. So, I mean, I don't even know where to start here, but... uh, Yeah. Let's just get right into it. We can skip that, right? Yeah, Yeah, let's get that. Let's go straight into the big thing. Because that was a good segue. I think... um, do you want to I summarize? I think we can it? start it. How do you want to? Because we we don't want to talk about maybe position. No, I think thing. it's fair to talk directly about it. So basically, we want to talk about, um, you know, can craft breweries who have been canceled be redeemed, mm. or are you supposed? To, is it curtain call? Is kind of what, and this kind of converse, this conversation, <laughs> this conversation actually came up because it's just obviously we're together we're talking all the time we're looking at things that happen in the industry and it's actually came up because that mckellar event just happened yes over the weekend and you said right? over the weekend so like just passed looked like it was pretty much a full house though so that's something i noticed like i don't know where, how this impacted their numbers however basically mckellar had an event that was coming up and um given their history and I guess we should also double back we and say that, yeah. we're the we are. There's not. There, we, I can speak on your behalf. Of like, you we are always believing any victim ever, any survivor ever, one thousand percent. We're always just gonna believe. It. We'll always air that way. Yeah. So like, that's just it. There's not really anything that can be said around that. We're just always in that direction. So we're always gonna believe. Yes. So, McKellar, they had a series of allegations that came out against them. And I believe, and like, I'm not completely, I'm looking at things as they come my way. I'm not like diving deep into anything. I do believe this was part of like that Me Too um, brewery reckoning that happened, which was earlier this year. It was like summertime. I believe that is because that encouraged, just as it did in the entertainment industry, encouraged people to come out and share their stories. So uh, they were fucking up big time. So clearly they were fucking up. And we believe anyone who said, 
to over its various things. It was like from HR to SA to like it, 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 I know people it, know what SA is. Well, Have we're not going like to say it, it because I'm not going to ruin. It's anything, a uh, it, um, it basically acronym. means you're doing things that aren't you're not supposed to be doing. Um, and infringing on people's um, yeah rights from their bodies, etc. We're just not going to say the full words here, but they were accused of that. So that yes. came that came out about them, and that was earlier this year. However, yes. breweries had agreed to be a part of their festival that was oh, real this quick. Year. Even before that, yeah. I read in the article because. Uh, shouts to Good Beer Hunting. You guys have so many fire articles. That oh, they do. Allowed us, you know, I'd read them before, but we did a quick catch up. There was one um, manager, female manager, who worked in their San Diego tap room who yeah. had been complaining about the essay and uh, inappropriate um, behavior. Thing, behavior for four years yeah. before this. So they had a history. They were a very large brewery just to position it. Yeah, huge. Um, where they have, I think, in Copenhagen alone, if I'm not mistaken, it's like six breweries just in the one city. Yeah. Now they're in they're in San Diego, they're in New York, they're in a whole bunch of different places. I think some have closed down since, mm-hmm. but they're very large companies. So I just want to position that because that actually is a part of the conversation yeah. that we're going to get to. Now, you probably can even speak more to, I guess, the the magnitude of Mc, of McKellar in general. So yeah. this is like massive a very big and probably even at this time. So they're throwing this big event, right? This yeah, event's so they did a, a, a festival similar. Yeah. I forgot the name of this, like McKellar MBBC or some shit. Yeah. Uh, reminded me of like Bellwood's Witchstock type of thing where like a brewery with a bunch of cred invites a bunch of other fire breweries with a bunch of cred and they get to fall, <laughs> which is That's sick. just a great summary. Right? Yeah. yeah. Now, um... A part people signed up for this uh, event last year in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, many breweries signed up for that. The Me Too thing, the thing with Rat Magnet, and which actually resulted in Brave Noise, which is another collaborative beer that's got, I think, about 100 breweries doing it so Amazing. far, which is pretty sick. I know Bellwoods and Town both did it. I had the Bellwoods version. It was great. Nice. MBBC. MBCC. MBCC. Yeah. McKellar yeah. Beer Celebration Copenhagen. Yeah. So... Basically, all of these brews committed long before this stuff happened. Now, did any had anything come out about um, McKellar's issues with um, management and, and staff and people being assaulted and things like that? Yeah. I don't know. Can't speak to that. I imagine not. Because yeah. the, that level of breweries would not have uh, committed to doing this if they did. I don't believe that had come out in 2020. Okay. So, so it was early this year. Now I don't even think because there were so many breweries that this came out about, mm-hmm. like I'm t- there's got like well into the double, a figures. really disgusting, awful, a horrible volume. amount. Yeah. An awful volume. Like just, my really goodness. not okay. Yeah. Like it's yeah. actually like, what the fuck man? Like I even just read a, uh, an example of my friend Christina from exhale brewery in uh, Calgary tonight. She just said a thing. She was like, she was at a bar in the middle of like a meeting with the bar owner yeah. to pitch her stuff. And then a guy who said a European beer salesman for comes in and kind of just like barged in and kind of cut right in her meeting. And I was talking about girl beers and stuff like that. Like all this really Flushing, expensive stuff course. while she was there. And then she fully schooled him. Like, like yes. I bitch, I own this brewery. Yeah. I yeah. am here having Respect. a meeting right now. And she had to put him in her place. She's actually scary. So I'd be scared. <laughs> she yelled at me too. Shout but out to you. Shout out to Christina. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't end. Like the, the misogyny yeah. is just so rampant. Yeah. And I, I can't even fathom. Like I know so many women in beer who know so fucking much more than most of the dudes I know. Yeah. Like I don't, 100%. I don't know why anyone would question it. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's it so speaks like, to a larger culture already and larger society issues yeah. um, that in the end spill into like unchecked places. Hmm, well said. Um, it's, it's, 
pretty pathetic, I think. And it's like, I, it's so, it just, it just makes zero sense. Like it's, it's just like, why is it okay if women are sommeliers or something, but all of a sudden in beer, it's not okay. I feel yeah. like they're making, people make a difference anyway. Um, there's a lot of work to be needs to do in all sorts of uh, ways. So basically for some reason, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, two yeah. or three, we're filming this on the 26th of October. Yeah. So just after the, the festival, actually. Mm-hmm. So just before, a couple of weeks before the festival, people start, now I don't know where it started. I saw it from a dude in Ontario was tweeting about it and they were tweeting about specifically the Ontario breweries who had committed. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them, both of them are breweries that we're quite fond of, uh, Dominion City and Collective Arts. Yeah. Um, and saying that, you know, how disgusting it was that these breweries were participating in this festival with, um, the, you know, with these guys who had done some pretty bad things. And there were a ton, they were like, keep it, there's probably like a hundred, 200 breweries. It was a fuck ton of really, really great breweries worldwide. It was actually pretty enviable when yeah. you look at the, the lineup. And, um... So then there was a bit of a pile on online. Now, once again, I only saw the Ontario side. I'm yeah. sure this happened in the different regions, mm-hmm. but people were piling on. I saw people specifically say in the comments, oh, that's it. Well, glad to know this. I'm uh, you know, not going to ever buy Dominion City or Collective Arts again. I was like, interesting. And this really is what we're talking about yeah. here. This it was is an actually immediate... Like, it's, it's a different conversation on the whether a brewery can be redeemed, but it ties, it ties in in the fact like... Someone like Dominion City, like, come on. Like, we know, I think at this point, Dominion City has proven where their heart is, where their intentions are, where their loyalty lies, which is always to the community mm-hmm. and to diverse communities. Facts. Um, they make that very clear. So I think it is unfair. It comes, like, almost with a trust thing, you know? Like, do you trust that they would make the right decision? Mm. And do you think that they would purposely hurt you? Right. And I don't believe Dominion or Collective is like a brewery that would purposely hurt. So I feel like they, that pylon seems so negative where it probably should have been something that was more like questions. <clears throat> hey, or guys, like, what's hey, going on did here? you see about this? Like, what are your thoughts? You sure you want to do this instead of the, oh, hey, I'm not going to drink you and drink from you anymore because they and it makes complete sense. You did something, you committed to it in 2020. All this stuff happened. You probably weren't of all the things that were going on in the world. You probably were not even tying these things together at the time you know you commit to something and then so much moves so fast you probably just weren't even thinking about that until someone brings it up and says hey hey man did you remember this happened they were the guys who did xyz and then you have to be like oh fuck however it seemed like yeah i don't like the pile on of it and i think Mm. that's the thing that we have to be very careful of is like how we um provide feedback I yes, I, I was yeah. pretty upset when I saw that, to be honest, because it had been like we just had Dominion on the Link Up series. They were episode one because they were the first brewery to kick off the the collabs and they were the perfect one because, you know, like not only are they friends, so I, I guess we're biased, but I just don't know any other brewery who's done that much for the community and just cares that much and they mean it. It's in their yeah. DNA. Yeah. Uh, you can tell when we interview them and when on the Link Up episode we were gushing when me, I think it was me and Nate interviewed Josh, um whatever last episode earlier this year or something i can't remember either we were gushing about them as well so i'm like 
oh, okay, so anybody can get it now, eh? Like, yeah. no one even wants to talk about it. Yeah. And it was like an immediate pylon, and it really it bothered me a lot. I didn't say, we didn't say anything publicly, which is kind of why we wanted to just talk about it at length now, because I just didn't feel like it was the forum for it. Like, 280 characters on Twitter yeah. is not the place to do it. And also, I, it's like nuanced and complex. That's what, exactly. But, yeah. And people weren't being, this is the thing about this cancel culture shit that, that kind of we're going to touch on. and you know, Cancel and accountability. Yeah. So there's accountability culture. This is where I steer more in that direction. Okay. Holding people accountable. But it, but they okay, and that's fair. And but, but I think do cancel, you need a trial? the cancel do, do, do is people the people get a trial. I think, but yeah, with with Saver Dominion, for example, or just anybody who maybe like you have to. And this is such. It's so funny. This is actually something that comes from Apple, and it's like with anything you try to assume positive intent. So with and that I actually it's taken from the Apple Bible. Which is so like there's the really credo. indoctrinate you. They call it the credo. It's really intense. Very but intense. leading with I actually took leading with positive intent, and it has benefited my life so much because I go through saying like, okay, what could be the alternate scenario here? Mm. Could the alternate scenario be that you didn't realize because you committed to something in an, another period of time and then didn't even think about it, like when 2021 was coming up because you commit to 17 festivals and yep. you're excited to be back out there, or are you? A misogynistic asshole who wants to support breweries that you know what i mean like especially knowing the brewery already it's like wouldn't you you're probably going to lean on the you should hopefully lean on the positive intent side versus like oh you don't give a fuck particularly for dominion this. especially for a brewery that's like what upset that. me mm-hmm. that's what i meant i say so you're probably like accountability but it felt like it was a try it was like execution without the trial yeah like it yeah. went straight to like cancelled yeah which i don't think is fair most of the time, mm-hmm. um, I feel like the other person should always. I mean, sometimes it's like they're trash. Cancel that person. Cancel that yeah. brand. I get it. Like you know, like yeah. Sometimes like it's obvious. Said. Yeah. But then I'm just yeah for like somebody said, it's more like nuanced them. this. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's so many things. And if all of a sudden it's almost like it felt like to me all of the many many years of great work was just erased yeah. because they committed to a festival a year ago before anything bad had even come out. How were they to know? that these things have been going on at McKellar. Like yeah. nobody, if no one knew, and also that they're in Ottawa. They're not in Copenhagen. They're not in the fucking San Diego, New York, where they have the businesses, which I believe are the more problematic ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think it was so ridiculous. And co- Collective Arts have become such a massive company now. Like, you know, I don't know if whoever committed to it are probably not even watching either. Like, or even, I, but it, like they've been maybe great you are too. watching, you just they didn't. They care about you, the community. You sometimes, like, people fuck up. Th- and they just don't, they might have just really, and I, again, because you're leaving positive intent, just assume they didn't tie it to it until someone addressed it and said like, hey, this happened, it's not going to make people feel comfortable. And then, of course, this is why you would be like, okay, I'm going to pull out. But I think you can do that by having like constructive conversations instead of like a year canceled. Yes. Because it's like you should trust That's that what bothered me. the people that you've loved and supported for so long have a good heart is what you should try to try to lead with. Yes. Um, and then the reason I was thinking about that, though, so I think that's one side. And I just hope that if there are people who've shown us over a good amount of time that they support certain communities or that, you know, if you believe that they had a good heart and that's why you support them all along, like give them opportunities, maybe share, ask questions before you just like point and say you're done for. Mm. Because that must, I'm sure that like hurt. It's probably like a lot to deal with. I can't even imagine how Josh felt. I went to check in with him, but I kind of felt it was overstepping. Like I saw, and the people that were piling on Dominion was, there were people I knew in the industry, like, or at least periphery, whether they were employees or Mm -hmm. similar to what we do or whatever. Yeah. 
And I was pretty disappointed because I just like, really? Like, this is what it takes? I just felt like that was the pylon. That was the immediate. I've been the victim of that back in the day too. Like, I know what that feels like. And it's horrible. Um, particularly when it's like, what is happening? Like, yeah. why are you mad? What did I do now? Yeah. And particularly Dominion who would be, I, they must have been like mortified. Yeah. Because the, their brand is the complete opposite. Yeah. So essentially I saw this happening. I saw people do it in the way I considered it. I can, it felt like me was like online bullying to make them get the result that these people wanted, mm-hmm. which was the Dominion and Collective Arts both pulled out. Tons of places the, pulled out, by the way. Too. Right, that was the yeah. first I saw. Then it became, really? I think, and they might have been the first, and then the dominoes started falling. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There were, uh, on the flip side of that, there was a collective of, I want to say, six to eight or something like that, breweries in England, um, including some bigger ones. I think Northern Monk and Verdant and stuff. They wrote this interestingly, I think it was well-intentioned, poorly executed uh, iOS press release, as we call it, like a you know a notes app type of thing. Yeah. And basically, what they were saying was they disagree. You know, obviously, don't stand with any of the issues that happened at uh, McKellar. Mm-hmm. But they were like, pulling out isn't the answer. We should. We're gonna. We demand that this happens, and all these different things. Do you remember happen. what their demands were? One of them that was the most ridiculous one was they wanted a meeting, and I believe it was in public, and it was supposed to be the victims and the people who did it to them. So they expected these people who were victims of the assault. I can't even to um, be in a public forum with the people who did it and then discuss be... it. Like oh gosh, it was very. And what, after the beers, is that going to be? Like, is saying, that midday stuff, after yeah. you drank like seventeen? After beers, the gold gonna... award is given out, and then you're like, uh, like oh, okay, it, it so that's no rough. Sense. Yeah, that's rough. See, that's just coming from you. Just I think they're like, guys, we are not pulling out, and, and then they and then we're retracted just, that, of course, because people, that's just silly. Yeah, people just silly. exactly said that. They okay. said to them that they were oh like oh guys, we already plane tickets and hotels already paid for. We we've been waiting for this piss up all year. So yeah, say that like they were because they were British. <laughs> so like people were pretty vexed about that. Because that sounds that sounds ridiculous. I think in the end, and I'm gonna say why. Like, I think the result that needed to happen on Dominion side and and Collective Arts side was the right thing. And anyone else who pulled out, I think that was the right thing to do. Mm. And the reason why I think so is so I don't like the approach to getting that to happen. No, I don't. But at all. I do think that shit always needs to be called out if and if the community overall tells you that they feel a certain way, then you have to listen to an extent. I just think that we can go about it in a better way. But I think the reason why that that should have happened is because you can't show support for a place like McKellar when my understanding is they haven't taken the real necessary steps to redeem themselves. They said they did in a post, but it seemed like according to the Good Beer Hunting article they had not done anything yeah. but they said they did so i don't know the real truth but if, if and this they is why i'm thinking of the redemption from cancellation so what then do let's you move do? on to that what I guess. do you do keep talking i'm getting the next beer perfect so my understanding from what i read briefly and again we're not 1000 percent in here i hope someone comments and let us lets me know otherwise my understanding is that they have not directly spoken to anyone who came out against them so any of these survivors um, they n- did not speak to anybody. That is like you mean the M- first. Michaela didn't actually take the staff members and hear their side. The yeah, the actual people who came out and said, "I am a victim of your treatment." 
Okay. My understanding is that they, yeah, my understanding is that at any point in time they have not spoken to anybody. That's horrible. So if that's, that's the unacceptable. case, that's what I'm saying. So we want to talk about like how do you be redeemed? I don't believe you deserve redemption if you can't even directly address the th- the the issue. So okay. you can't even directly address the people that you hurt. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking pathetic. And with that in mind, then I'm like, yeah, you should not be supported. You obviously are just trying to either blow it like kind of under the rug or try to just like move on and ignore it. Like real, real like recovery, real redemption. All of that comes from addressing the actual root of it. Mm. And the root is that it's like, okay, you did this wrong thing. Then you start working back from that in terms of like, how did we get to this place? Let me talk to this person. How do I make it so this person can move on? Because you don't even know what level of like trauma that even goes into and for each person individually of how that, where that extends to. So I think the first thing, and that's where they fucked up, would be not speaking to them directly. Yeah. Okay. If they did, somebody correct me. I couldn't find online that they did. They did. Okay. If they did, then somebody can let me know. So in that case, yeah, I feel like if you are somebody who gets canceled, which they were canceled, to to an extent, because obviously you're still having a massive festival, so and it was still packed, which is like okay. But I, I was just thinking that the peep, the the dramas, I I think were more focused on San Diego and New York. I saw. Um, that. I thought there were some in. Um, it, no, there's a bunch. Oh, there's some issues in in Europe yeah. too. Okay, so maybe Europe. And but even so, and it's still care. the brand. Like it's not. I'm not going to be like, oh, H and M Amer US was racist, but I'm H and M Canada. So, so like, or oh, different. it's different. You know, it's like it's still the. Well, brand. I guess I'm saying that the Europeans might not be aware of it because it's maybe not as broadcasted. Yeah, that's a because they could just potential. be. Maybe, I don't know what it's like. Maybe which would be really a shame if that's the case because obviously it's something that needs to be addressed all the way down sure. deep, deep down inside the business model. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so in that case. Yeah, like, can you come back ever? Okay. And I do feel like that is one step to coming back. It's like something you would immediately have to okay. address. Because I think we, I think that's one step, absolutely. Now, I'm going to... I think we should crack this beer, and then I got the next okay. thing, which is... So this next beer, real quick, is the Link Up beer from Sankey and Baron. This is the only one that wasn't a... <laughs> try and hide. Let me see if I can hide behind it this way, too. Uh, this way. There you go. Got it. Got it. Got it. This is a Cascadian Dark Ale, which is essentially a black IPA. It's at 6%. What we're going to do this time in the interest. No, I'm going to pour it here. Do you want to take a photo of the pouring? Yeah, sure. Um, This one is great because uh, they want to switch it up. Obviously, Sankiem's their partners in Link Up. And uh, they want to do something a little uh, just, you know. Not the same as everyone else, just to give yeah. people a bit of diversity. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. On this one. Well, because it's not going to be much to pour. This time you're not going to get that much more than me. Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, they just want to do something a little bit different. I forgot the hops okay. in it. It might say on the can, which I'll check momentarily. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it was a really fantastic beer. I'll give you a little touch more. There you go. Look at that. See, it's all about equality over here. That's what we care about here on BOS. Um, yeah, this is a phenomenal beer. Um, super interesting. Great addition to the the lineup of the six beers. Um, let's, let's cheers that and then we'll continue. Get that in you. Get it in you guys. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm. God, they're the fucking awesome. best. Yeah, great. Love these guys. No bias. 
Um, this is exceptional. Roasty, chocolate, bitter, great little bit piney hops. I think there's like Chinook and Centennial and stuff in this too. So it's kind of like a West Coasty one. Money, mouth feels like a New England. It's insane. This is amazing beer. Now, what I wanted to say was, um, so I'll maybe like throw you like a but what if type of thing. Yeah. So we're talking about redemption. So one thing we do need to understand, and this is what I wanted to position because Tiff and I, we own a high season, our agency, and we have employees, full-time employees. We only have two, but we have employees. Yeah. When you have employees, sometimes everything might look good on the surface, but you can just get shit people. Mm-hmm. And it can happen and you might not be aware of it. Now, we have us two and two employees. Michaela probably had 500 plus employees, maybe a thousand. Yeah. Across it. If, if, I'm, if I'm right about their six pubs in, in Denmark, plus production breweries they probably have everywhere. Yeah. Plus the states. Be more of them, probably. Yeah. So it'll probably be more. Mm-hmm. So when you start to scale at that point, the owner or the leadership team, like the actual people, you know, the person who oversees marketing and sales and production and blah, 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 like all of those different people, they're so far removed from what's happening on the ground because there's multiple layers of management. This is only something I've really understood as we've started this business that like we have to manage our employees, but we would rather someone else do the management, which is therefore you have a manager as opposed to the doer. So when you start having these like hierarchies, Mm -hmm. there can be um, negative... Uh, culture i guess that can form around if you have a series of kind of shit employees who encourage each other then all of a sudden everyone seems good when you interview them put them into this and all of a sudden you have this toxic culture that you don't even know about yeah. so people were shitting on uh i believe his name is mickle and his his brother his twin brother is from evil twin evil twin yes yeah. yes and yes. they got beef they hate each other that's, which that's, is even funny he's probably he's probably like yes, yes, loving it. Worst. yeah shit yeah um so like what where how much responsibility do breweries have to take when like you know maybe this doesn't i mean if these type of allegations didn't get back to senior management and the ownership i'd be somewhat surprised i mean that's kind of crazy really no like that that's that that type of level shit that's like literally take you to court and shut you down yeah doesn't get back to the top and they decide to do nothing like that's fucked up if that's the truth but i wanted to just throw that kind of what 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 could that mean the different levels of whether it's a culture and them not knowing like so you're wondering if this is like like is that absolved because of this? I guess is what is the at what point does the redemption come in or like the uh, how much what sort of role does that play in all of this and how people feel about it? Because if they didn't know, I guess there's two ways. If they knew about it and did nothing, then they're hot garbage. Yeah. If they didn't know about it, then therefore the problem was worse, the disease and the culture. Because it didn't leave that area. Maybe yeah. they tried to complain because maybe the people who were getting assaulted are probably the very bottom rung, like the actual front, you know, bartenders and people working in the front lines probably don't get access. We have to see. To those high people. I'm curious what all the roles are, but there's definitely a chance that they could be there. But one could be like a brewer, though. But there's a chance that they could be front front of house, maybe, or... But, um, yeah, there's that, too. But what I'm saying is they're not, not high a, enough. One was a manager, though, I believe. Who got... Yeah, I believe one was like a manager. Okay, so that's even worse. So I have to double check on that. But I understand the question or what you're posing here because as a business owner and yeah, completely. And that's a thought I had too. I'm like, well, you could hire somebody 
And then the end, they could just like destroy you because they're fucked and you didn't realize and you hired them like 100%. And I think that was like even like a reminder to me. And I just think something that everyone has to consider always is like, I know we're going to lose visibility as you scale. Mm. But perhaps from the, not perhaps, from the beginning, this is why you likely need to not try to skip over certain essential things that have made other companies, say, for example, avoid things like this or just checks and balances in general. And when I'm saying that, I'm like, from the beginning, I would probably be like, you know what? I'm just going to bring somebody in who's a, a professional in the DEI space to just like let me know like things to look for. I'm just talking on the DEI side, for example. Let me know what to look for, maybe what systems or programs to just make sure are at the beginning. When I'm talking about culture building, when I'm talking about like, that's why HR departments even existed always, was supposed mm. to be this person who's kind of overseeing everything. So I know that we're small businesses, but maybe it's like, okay, can I bring in a consultant just to make sure that I'm starting getting myself off on a good foot? Because maybe I, like we said, with it giving grace to Quebec, didn't know about these issues. Maybe I grew up in a place where I don't even know about these issues um, because it's just not something that's been around me. So should I bring in somebody from the beginning to just kind of make sure that I stay in check? And then when I'm hiring people, they're making sure that they're staying in check. And it's something that just replicates because you create a system because it's franchising in the end you have to create basically okay. a culture that's a, good a point. system that's like a process that probably weeds this this type of this type of vibe out but they should have had that from the beginning maybe that's what that's what i think what that gives light to is like okay that's on owners that's on us to make sure that we're creating a culture that gets replicated in a way where like that type of negativity hostility um, just discuss, just discuss misogyny. All of that can't really exist. It just wouldn't really, it just doesn't work based on the culture. And if you okay. think about places that we've worked like it can't at, thrive or... it just can't thrive. It just because it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit. It's like you probably need to be overly obvious about how inclusive you are, and you have to make sure that you're also having everybody show up at every single level mm. so that they're more like maybe in the end they just have too many guys who are in charge of doing xyz like maybe that's the problem you need to make sure it's the same thing why you can't have like you know they're like oh why is abortion made illegal and it's like 20 old white men around the thing being like make abortion <laughs> legal do you know what i mean so it's like i think you have to get it point. from the start and then that type of person who's like so disgusting who would do that to women won't want to work there because it's just not their sorry like not their vibe basically to say mm. So, because to me, in the end, it's always going to be my fault. It's always going to be on me. Even if it's an employee that I didn't hire directly, it's always me. It's my business. So it comes down to you. The onus is on the ownership to know this stuff. Yeah. And to know. Yeah. So even if they aren't being reported to, they need to figure out, like you said, these processes off the rip. Yeah. To be able to get that information to the right people to make those decisions so that nothing negative happens, both for the good of the staff and therefore the good of the company. Yeah. You're just going to um, have a better company in general. Like, yeah. this is disgusting. The shit that came out, like, during this period is, bad. like, really... Like, how do people get away with this? Like, yeah. And it's just sad. It's just one industry, actually. It just happens everywhere. But it's like, thank goodness that, like, there came this light on this specific mm. um, this specific industry. But it's happening. It happens across the board. And that society as a whole, again. Yeah, no, the society... Because things come top, top, top down. Yeah. So I would say, in the end, it's McKellar's fault 
for not having worked to put systems in place to prevent that. Now they're in a reaction, right? A reactive place. Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, can you ever be redeemed? Because my immediately I was kind of like, well, what the fuck? Why didn't you do something from the beginning of this when this all came out to this festival so that there wouldn't have been a point where these breweries felt the need to pull out and they could have felt confident in you that you understood what happened and you were taking the right steps to move forward. Yeah. But obviously they were just kind of like, ah, oh, nothing happened and I'm not going to talk about it. Right. Because I guess there's, it's like, do you care about the brand or do you care yeah. more about like righting wrongs and like actually coming out and speaking to people about what went down? I actually saw Michaela post. They did the initial post to be like, hey, we know shit's bad. These are the four things we did already. Okay. That, and maybe that was since I'd be curious the, to see the what Me that Too was. thing. You can check that. You should be able to find it pretty easy. Yeah. Then there was another post that they were like, all right, guys, we fucked up. Uh, what what do you want us to do? What can we do? And okay. they were just responding to almost everyone saying how trash they were. I'm like, yep, we understand. We really need to fix this. So it, was, it was interesting because they weren't really pushing back on anybody. Mm-hmm. They were just letting everyone kind of vent. It's probably like a bit of a tactic where they thought that like just, all right. Yeah. What do you guys want? So an interesting sort of next thing from this was like, how can, because the first thing you were just talking about now was like what breweries could do to avoid this happening in the first place is have these practices, yeah. have this transparency. And nothing's ever going to be perfect, 100%. But, but yeah, I think that's the, it's, if it does and you have to be fully accountable for it and then you're, you the onus is completely on you to build that trust back and right all your wrongs. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. So then with with the next stage which is the redemption. Yeah. So if you haven't been able to prevent it and shit happens and you get that. Now from what it seemed people the interesting about the cancel culture type of thing, whatever you want to call it, was or the um, what's the other word you said? I said it? accountability. Accountability. Thank you. Yeah. Like because a lot soon... of the times it's accountability. It's just okay. like no, you're not getting canceled. You're getting like it, it could you're go just finally way, get though. what's coming to you because you you're finally being held accountable. Mm-hmm. And that to me, accountability doesn't actually have to equal cancellation then, because if you're like I fucked up, here's how I fucked up. Let me make sure that I make it completely clear to the person that I fucked up. And here's how I'll make it. I'll do whatever I can to try to make it up to you. That you tell me is the right way to make it up to you. That's just being held accountable. And then you can move on from that. Gotcha. So then uh, say something like Dominion and Collective. As soon as they pulled out, everyone was saying, there you go, guys. You did the right thing. Like most of the comments were positive. I think some people were, you know, it's not good enough. You know, you shouldn't have come in in the first place or committed in the first place, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the Michaela thing's on Instagram if you want to see it. But Oh, is it recently enough? I thought like maybe oh, yeah, like reference two weeks this ago. article. Okay, let me yeah, look. Yeah, I don't know if they did that. So oh, and can, they have you, this. Michaela did respond. Okay, Michaela's 100%, I just want to say this too. Please, yeah, read up. Michaela's 100% supportive of the agenda and drive to ensure a safe and equal work environment for everyone in the craft beer industry. Dot, 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 however. See, <laughs> When you put butts in, however, anyways, however, we must also raise our hand when Mikhail is being portrayed in an an inaccurate and unfair manner, which is the case in this recent wave of posts. It is not, it is simply not true that we have not addressed allegations. Okay. Okay. So that's in result. So if they addressed it, then that's completely fair. Like the fair, that the part of like, people shouldn't say you haven't addressed it Mm -hmm. if you have, but if people are telling you that, and if specifically victims are telling you that you didn't do it in the way you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Holmes pulled out in the end too. Anyone else? People kid? that we know. Um, Verdant, which was on the UK one. Interboro. Oh, Interboro, yeah. Uh, the Veil. Vale. Uh, damn. 
I'd be pissed if I was over there. Yeah. So okay. no one else. Well, like the because it's good. like if it doesn't align with you, you should. But anyway, so yeah. they basically said they've addressed allegations. My understanding, and from what I've read, um, they had not directly apologized to uh, the victims. If that's not if that's not the case, and yeah, someone listening, let us know. But to back to your conversation there about uh, so I was just going from that to redemption. So mm-hmm. one example of a very extreme. So sorry, what I was saying was like Dominion and Collective seem to be redeemed. Yeah. By not by by pulling out. I think everybody was in the end. Okay, everyone yeah. was like, "Hey, you did the right thing." Yeah. And I I at least as much as I was annoyed with I don't like this way of behaving. I the 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 social media pylon as opposed to the respectful email from a company who maybe is you don't know or who doesn't have yeah. a, a record like dominion city like yeah. okay i guess i get it but i don't agree still mm-hmm. but for someone like dominion city like i'm almost like personally offended like it's just not how you should have handled that situation i feel like if you talk to josh he would be like fuck yeah. and you would have got through to him without having to shit on his company who've only done good there is um, this whole thing with social though, because kind of like you get people love on drama. If you just they don't the drama, do the bro. thing that people it. want you to do or something, it's just like yeah. if you don't post this thing at this specific time to talk about this, even if you might have seventy five other things going on in your life, then like you should be canceled. Like if a brewery doesn't say speak on something immediately, immediately that might not even be directly affected with them that they might not know about yet, then you're just like automatically canceled without giving. Grace, that's all. I think there needs to be more grace given. Yeah. Uh, this it's, put it in it, more as perspective. As opposed to attacking. That's yes. probably what it is. Yeah. That's all it means. Yeah. I feel like that's it. And I think that there was a little bit of that with the Black Lives Matter stuff. There was so many brewers who didn't see the value of that. Yeah, the Black Lives year. Matter was so rough because it was like, guys, like. Mm. Come on. Yeah. But then I feel like that was the first time and I agreed with everything. Yeah. And then since then, in the last year and a bit, I've just seen so many situations where it was sort of like when does it end type yeah. of thing and I've seen that that's not where we're and I think for auxiliary here, yeah it's kind of like if you like you have to talk about every injustice ever yeah and also like if you're seen in a photo with somebody for example and you didn't know that's almost like getting pulled up in a photo from 2020 with somebody who ends up being like a shit a piece of shit and then in the end you're screwed forever because of it so it's like does that negate everything that you've done you know so that's why there has to be grace okay so that's given. a great segue then so the worst possible example we could think of in craft beer of cancellation is founders mm-hmm. um they were canceled two three years ago at least uh, long story go look it up we're not going to go still into existing that. and in operation still existing in operation but very but heavily racist to <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, they are the one brewery that every time I see anyone talk. And look, we had a great experience. We've talked about it before. Like they took care of us. Everything was great. So it was, and the people that we met there were fantastic to us. Yeah, to us on that day, we're media. So I guess it's it's a different experience. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I can imagine it's very different from working there. So they had some of the most toxic shit happen there. Never took uh, responsibility for what happened or actually admitted it. Settled out of court. Really screwed this guy over who was the employee there. Mm-hmm. Um, can found okay so the real question we're talking about redemption so the real question the hardest one to redeem is founders can founders ever be redeemed and if so what can they do and then and sort of what does redemption look like for a brewery who may have because i guess there's two sides there's inadvertently fucking up meaning Mm -hmm. like oh shit i committed to this festival a year ago when in six months after i committed 
they came out that they'd got some fucked up shit happening yeah. and then none of us even thought about the fact yeah. we're going to their festival because no one brought it up and then all of a sudden the, the internet's mad at me like what mm-hmm. the fuck so then people were mad at dominion and collective and all those other breweries only some of them end up pulling out there's probably 20 on that list maybe 30 yeah uh and now they're all okay so they seem to be pretty well redeemed but they got an unfair um uh Pylon, you said. Pylon for sure yeah. on their, for their brand. And, and in and, the end, and also we have to think about that they're not the ones who directly committed a crime. That's true, but even being yeah. slightly associated got their brand dragged through the mud. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not okay with that for Dominion City specifically. And I can say it with more passion about Dominion than say Collective because I just know they've done a lot. But I know Collective do a lot for artists. Yeah, and of course. Yeah. The art community and things like yeah. that too where Dominion's done a bit more for like, you know, by POC and, and, you know, diversity and stuff. Anyway, so how can a brewery like McKellar or like Founders in a more extreme case who I think everyone is no, collectively they're, they're like both ex- They're both extreme. They're both equally extreme. They just hit different communities. Okay. So how, how can it, could, can they be redeemed? And if so, uh, how? And that's a good question because it's like, well, I, what I get the benefit of as a black woman is that you just get it from all sides all the time. So you get the, the woman's side of things where oh, yeah. shit goes wrong and you get destroyed and you get the black side of things where shit goes. Because we're talking about this two sides here of where you, communities are getting. Getting like um, really shadow. Yeah. Um, and for in both cases to me it's like both breweries for me right now currently as it stands aren't worthy of redemption Mm -hmm. and founders to me it's like I can't even fathom a world where they're uncancelled unless they they would have to sit down with the accuser sit down he would basically have to let us know what they're doing. It's like they would have to create, and this takes it back to like, you need to go back to the person and you have to write like that specific wrong. Otherwise it's like, I just can't trust, I'm not going to trust you. Could they be uh, the thing to take it even further for them? They specifically settled out of court and part of the settlement was that they would never admit liability or Yeah, or so this is like, so you don't, you, that's not. So take, it's taking ownership you just is took the first business. Part. Yeah, it's like, so take ownership. Take, take ownership. ownership. Yeah, I fucked up. Part. I fucked up specifically with you. How do I make it up to you? How do to I make you, it right sir, with you? And then you? how do I make it yeah. right for the community? Yeah, lunch? exactly. Then how do I show the community that I just still deserve to ever be, to even be in front of them in any capacity, whether yeah. it be in their house, on their Instagram feed, anywhere. How do I prove to them that I even deserve their uh, love, respect, money, all of that, all of that stuff? Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I can think of from like a starting point now, because you've already obviously breeded a terrible culture that allowed things like this to take place, and like the the stuff that happened is like so just disgusting and like. Mm-hmm. So disgusting that there's something completely happening wrong from the top down to let what happened went go down in any of these scenario any of these situations, but I feel like yeah the only thing I can think of is that like one do you deserve redemption, mm-hmm. and then if you are if you if you are deserving what does that look like and I feel like that looks like sitting down with that person, really admitting your wrongs having them tell us that it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey, they came to me and they said X, Y, Z. And I'm, and okay I'm the person who's going to choose it. to say I believe them and I'm side-eyeing them for the rest of life. <laughs> if that's the only way, I would probably be like, okay, because that's the person who I'm backing because I'm backing the victim. I'm backing the survivor. I'm going to back this accused. I'm going to back this person. Mm. So if that person says, like, they've come to me and shown 
and everyone who affects who's affected that they've come to me and shown certain things and they've promised to do xyz to put either their money where their mouth is put their time where their where their mouth is to really get to be deserving and that also takes time mm. you know That's so true. i think there's a thing that you have to put in there it's like you can't just come back so it can't be one act it needs to be a consistent consistent uh, over time over time yeah. Yeah. to be like no no we are committed we have this policy in there yeah we've done all this these people, we've hired we've this people them. we're putting money into this economy um, and we're putting money into the, the, these things that we know are going to make us better. So we're putting money into DNI programs. Mm. Um, we're putting money into we're donating this amount. We've we've made a commitment Did to hire this is, amount you know, of people. Black is beautiful, didn't they? Found I just thing. can't even. That's just a joke. If that's yeah, I feel like, that was, like <laughs> it felt very inauthentic that yeah, they yeah. Uh, that they. I really just see, I think founders is going to be canceled forever. I think like there's no redeeming because if in the end yeah. you did this thing where you all you now said that you don't ever have to be held liable and you never have to speak of it and you never admit guilt then that's not like where you're coming from you're coming from like let me pay you off and move on so you're not trying to change i think they did hire someone oh she left and then she left yeah. which just shows something and then what happened from that was I that think, addressed you know, uh, like, a little bit but i don't know i think she might have had probably a non-disclosure so she probably can't even talk so yeah i forgot what her name was but she was like a very well-known uh yeah i think they got somebody who was like yeah well um, in there i forgot her name i'm sorry I, she was like actually really good mm-hmm. i fucking forgot about yeah that, that's actually. what i'm saying like, so that like shit is that so just bad. shows that there's something probably very deep rooted in there yeah i think um, they have a they had a terrible culture and i guess that comes back to what can what what can sort of the, the higher up folks do? Yeah, from the beginning. And, and I think it's just started from the beginning or start right now. Yeah. Like even if you've got 20 people at your brewery, like, like a oh, quick example, a brewery reached out to LinkUp from BC and it was... Uh, oh, Gracie Hakima? That's a diversity right. director. There you go. That's her. Yeah, and sorry, she, you can continue. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and she left, and I can't remember what she said. I don't know if she said enough to make it like, yeah, that's totally her. Um, yeah. So this this brewery reached out to LinkUp like last week, and we're like, hey guys, so we're uh, putting together our diversity, you know, equity inclusion plan for the brewery that doesn't open till April twenty twenty two. There you go. They're six months away from opening, yeah. and this brewery who I didn't know from nothing, they found LinkUp. Yeah. Uh, were putting together their plan and they wanted to know more about LinkUp and they wanted to know more about how they can set their brewery up from the beginning. And this is BC. That is a very undiverse place in comparison <laughs> to Ontario and Quebec. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, there's, there's not the breadth of different individuals from different places in, in BC than there is uh, elsewhere. Yeah. So the fact that this, this person... Uh, I believe it was the, uh, like, you know, there's a husband-wife team and, and the husband was the one who reached out. The fact that they was thinking about it from the beginning, like, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. I could have, I was so impressed. Yeah. And I was like, let's get on a call, we'll tell you all about it. And then in six months when you're ready, if you want to be a part of the series, we'd love to have you. Then we can represent for the West Coast, have, you know, at least a spot out there. And someone who's interested in it, I'm like, yeah. he wouldn't have done this. I don't know what his nationality or ethnicity was, sorry. Like, I have no clue because it was just a name from an email. Yeah. So he could have been of color and then been interested, or he could be a white dude who is more tapped in. But at least he realized that it was important to be done. And I just, I never seen anything like that before. And I was just so deeply impressed that uh, he that. wanted to know how we could make it right from the beginning. Yeah. And I think that's what we, hopefully, we're going to see more of that. Yeah, as Brewery's thinking about that, it's like, you know what? Like, it's not, it's going to just cost you a bit to maybe just have someone just kind of 
around coming in consulting just to make sure that things are on the up and up just so they can sit down save and talk to employees it's going to save you <laughs> in the long run and maybe that's that's kind of what it is so it's like if you have for some reason shit could i'm sure still going down in certain places if you're an owner and you want to make sure that everything is in check check checking out well and that nothing's going down that you don't want to one hurt the people that are working for you and who trust you but like damage your business and your reputation because you can't see it like bring somebody in maybe they just got to talk to the employees a little bit every now and then you know maybe someone's coming in every quarter and just be like hey how's it going how's the environment maybe that's what Being it looks like but i think and... it makes sense and it's like now we've talked about how to pre- we're talking about pre- cancellation prevention in a way <laughs> cancellation <laughs> prevention but that's kind of that's like what it is and i think it's because you know what you need to just be aware at all times and that's what i've even took away from that because i thought that i'm like oh my gosh that could totally happen to us where we don't know what's happening yeah so it's like you do so we need to build a things. culture yeah. from the beginning mm. that is yeah making sure that people know that they can't be that's unacceptable and it's not even something that could stand for in any way yeah and if you see anything in an inclination for a second like just get rid of that person Fire I think they're going to be a zero, yeah, higher fast, fire faster. Yeah, zero tolerance yeah, policies. Just gone. Like because that, if yeah. someone goes, like, like, but then can that person be redeemed? Maybe they need to learn their lesson that they, like, they, you know, yeah. you don't want them around your company yeah. ruining your hard-earned reputation. If you're that type of person, that's, like, more like therapy. You need some other level that a business does should not have to worry about, like, redeeming you. It's like, if you're shit, you need to, you need to work on yourself. That's, like, a whole other yeah like the bridge shouldn't take the onus of that so i'm like yeah you just let go of the person that's what they learn from at least it's just like okay you do shit like that you get cut but then there's this also side like you probably need to look at who you are as a person yeah yeah that's a whole other deeper conversation there but i think that would be our position on it if we had that and just be gone i I, pretty much zero tolerance i don't want any of that stuff around and and we would, would never want even to remotely risk it but i mean you know we have a this is why i kind of wanted to relate it to us because we always say this but you know we have more of a digital company our expenditure our capital outlay is so much less than a brewery mm-hmm. like i couldn't imagine having that much money on the line and having that sort of stress about you know those employees where for us it's just easy like the fuck out like it's gone yeah, yeah, yeah i guess yeah. a brewery has to be probably even more uh vicious about it and just really protect that brand like everything you work for you've got so much on the line for it yeah and one well it could start with one, one person or a it could idiots. start with but a probably, few it probably starts with the one person the one person gets hired and then we all know that people tend to just hire people who look like them and act like them and it's just like you hire reflections of yourself a lot of the time happens that's just like a known phenomenon just known that that's that's what happens so in the end you start breeding in the same awful type of people and then it just expand it just expands you know so it's it's something that has to be addressed i'd say from the beginning and it's worth just getting consulting and thinking about it or talking to people doing your own research just doing what needs to be done to make sure that you're creating a very safe inclusive equitable diverse environment you know and from the and from the redemption side of things though i will never forgive <laughs> founders, founders forever. Sorry. but we'll see well I, need, I if something happens i need to read more on that but it feels like they're not trying to trying to not to be, be canceled. Canceled. yeah i don't know if mckeller in the end are going to take this like maybe they're just in the full event of swing of things and now hopefully the hope would be that 
they look back and be like, man, we're, we've still, people are still very angry with us. Like, how do we make this better? Yeah. They probably should cancel their event, but whatever. How do we make this better? How do we address this? Because we're not showing up how we should be. Mm. So I hope that they look at that and anyone else who got canceled, I hope they all took the full accountability, addressed the problem specifically with the people that had accused them directly and then looked at like how does healing happen from there and that would be my hope I, you summed it up perfect that's awesome oh, okay well great. thank you that was phenomenal that's a thought so you, I feel like the we, question is they can be redeemed perhaps perhaps like you can be cancelled but you might not be cancelled forever if you, you take accountability I think this is gonna kind of seem where we're coming from yes I, I definitely agree with that and it seems like maybe this is something we could revisit in a little while like if something else happens and maybe see how that's looking yeah because I think the McKellar story is more interesting because it's current the founder's story was kind of put to bed when they settled and uh, with no liability. Yeah, it was like, oh, you really don't care. Okay, yeah, like, then. oh, so y'all really meant yeah. that when you did that with the printer, like, yeah. with the printer shit up. That's fucked yeah. up. If you think that's okay, then mm. fuck, man. Like, whenever I see anybody even engaging with founders, like, I see they don't know, or it's just like, ah, I like old AIPA. I want that. I mean, look, KBS is fucking world changing, but you know. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. It's also the same people. Yeah, anyways, it's just like it, it extends because it's actually this like conversation of cancel versus accountability versus like woke versus like all the things that are happening, you know, because things can go so far on one side. Yeah. But a lot of the times it does result in something good. Like Harvey Weinstein, that results in something where you're in jail. That's great. Cosby, yeah. unfortunately, got out he on was supposed to be in jail, but got on technicality. So ridiculous. R. Kelly's in jail. I'm just talking about all these bad people, this big movement, help them be held accountable for what they do. So 100% it's important and those that those are the good things that come out of it. But we do have to be careful of the approach in certain situations, it seems like. I think that's really what we're saying here overall. Mm-hmm. And just making sure that it's like, you know, all the checks and balances are made and that people are given an opportunity at least to explain themselves. Maybe it's different when Harvey Weinstein had like... And yeah, there's no like explaining. Those people were no explaining, these things. Yeah. But like give them an opportunity to redeem themselves yeah i guess like we should all be open to redemption which is really what we would like to if the people see. who were got fucked are open to the redemption then we should all we can all be open to it fucked over i suppose sorry <laughs> over. it goes a little bit <coughs> sorry, a little guys. too close to home sorry guys um yes yeah. i think that's really what we're saying and the social media pylons i think need to stop and i think it needs to be more constructive and the people yeah not need to stop and sometimes they work but well it, it depends on what be, it is yeah like say the dominion city it didn't need to be that way that yeah. one really like irked me yeah like deeply and I'm not really forgiving of the people. I can think about them now. I'm not. I haven't forgiven the people who did that. I guess because you see how someone can turn so quickly. And I didn't like it because these people were in the industry yeah. and they did that and they were kind of sanctimonious about it. And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like it rubbed me the wrong way really badly. I actually missed all of that. Yeah, so you guys, I'm great. not on the internet really as much. Well, I'm I'm just working and I miss a lot. I have of people things. send me stuff all the time. I mean, but, lots um, of different beer chats. People talk yeah, about. Yeah, so you things, get right? you give me the good informa- the the information about what's hot, what's what's happening, yeah. what's what's the drama. I, um, I would have rather it happen in a more respectful way particularly because yeah. uh, some of these people work for some good breweries and stuff and like you know maybe they need to look in the mirror themselves maybe they're not perfect either and they're like yeah yeah you know or you just spraying trust all these that shots. some people with I'm a making, good track record there's that aren't always operating with negative intent like trust that sometimes people make mistakes and there are oversights especially when you're running a business or if you're running a household or if you just yeah you just have 75 things on your plate sometimes you might just fuck up 
And yeah. I think gentle words that come from trust and understanding are much more productive. Thank you. You say it so much better. I'm so angry about it. Well, I, no, not angry, but you say it so nicely. <laughs> and that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. I feel like I kind of want to leave it on that note, nice yeah. and positive. Um, this was fun. Yeah, good chat, good conversation. I'd like to hear what uh, people say. Do you have canceled breweries that one you're still purchasing from? Ooh. If so, why? I'd love to know. Maybe I'd we could let people know. let us know. Like, but if there was someone you canceled, because I'll say during um during um like BLM during the real uprising in June, I canceled breweries that I've canceled still forever, because they did not come it? out at any point in time or say something. But I saw you lever, especially leverage the community in certain ways. So it's like, oh, you're we're here for. The money you're here for the money you're here for the culture you're here for the fun stuff but, but you're you not here when shit gets real yeah so that's fair. for sure um so there's that side of things you know but i would be curious like are you drinking from a cancel brewery yep. and if you stop drinking from a cancel brewery what could they do to make you come back around hmm. if anything at all that's a good one i'd like to know and even if you don't want to say it publicly or whatever like shoot us a dm yeah. or we won't put you on blast because i'm just curious i'm actually people. curious because yeah, yeah that's the one thing i'm thinking like cool damn should you just quit like i'm like oh well you got fucked like should you leave now or mm. maybe yeah. when we promote this we could ask them on stories and stuff and like let us know yeah what you think now we'd love to know that would be awesome um tiff where can everyone find you where would you like people to find you you can online? find me at liquid x happiness on instagram yes tiff uh, is our producer if you don't know and also the wine spirits coffee and craft beer platform liquid x happiness Super fire reels coming these days. Oh, stop. Hey. I'm just trying every now and then, hey. you know, to do Bring a thing. Back the old when shit. I post once a week, you know. All right, you know the vibes. <laughs> um, so this was great. This was fun. I love these pods. We're gonna keep these ones coming, I think, throughout the year. Oh, we have I was gonna tease it real quick. Cool. We have a new live segment probably coming starting. Yes, but don't speak anything about it. No, yet. no, I'm not gonna say yeah. nothing, but maybe like in November, mm-hmm. we'll probably start it. When at things some point. start getting cold and everyone's out. Yeah, home. and people are not, not as going out. We have a new live thing. It's not a podcast, it's not it's just this live video that Tiff and I are gonna be hosting. We've been wanting to do this for literally years yeah and we kind of feel like it's about we were time. supposed to do it with clubhouse even remember we we're gonna do that we, were, we talked about that so yeah clubhouse it's time now quick. yeah so now we're gonna do back on the youtube live um it'll be fun know, i think it's gonna be great fun yeah like fun. So just keep an eye out it's, it's just literally for fun. us it'll just be fun for me and you yeah period it's but kind I think of like other people it's enjoy craft beer adjacent. yeah i think other people will enjoy it too but it's like we would just have a good time doing this because it's one of our kind of hobbies Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's something that we're into. So we got that coming. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, make sure you guys follow uh, Link Up at Link Up Beer Everywhere Series Two coming early next year. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff. We're going to be launching a job board, and we have got merch and and you know more opportunities for people. We want to keep going. So make sure you follow. But everybody, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, what should they do? Smash the thumbs up. If you're actually on a computer, tap if you're on a computer, and if you're hit on the phone, hit the subscribe. Hit the subscribe. Tap, tap it gently. Yeah. yeah, tap it. Oh, hit subscribe below. Yeah. Hit the notification bell. Ding. So you don't miss any other videos from us. You can follow us everywhere at BOS Podcast. Um, and uh, we go, we drop these podcasts at 8 p.m. We make them premiere 8 p.m. every yes, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. I knew there was another CTA. That was it. That was the other okay. CTA. You okay. know the vibes. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, make sure you subscribe, follow whatever it is on any podcast networks. Uh, give us a rating and a review. It helps a ton. Uh, we've been charting. We're still charting. We're charting somewhere weird recently. Like when I say weird, meaning not our usual places. Yeah. It's, it's not dope. North America. Yeah. I, fuck. I forgot what it was. I saw it. It was yesterday. I don't know why. It's, it's been a time. Um, but you know, you guys are supporting, this is great. Tons of content coming, got a bunch of fun, uh, pods coming up, uh, in the next few weeks. So stay tuned guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode. Get in here. Bye guys.